Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Talk TDs. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And let's get to it today. Unfortunately, there was no Thursday night football. Or fortunately, however you want to see it. And we're just going to go in and jump right into this week's Fantasy Players of the Week. Who do you got this week, Jerry? What do you got in that notepad of yours? Where to begin? I guess we can begin at the quarterback position. And uh, I'm going to kind of surprise you because it's a guy I'm constantly knocking. But, uh, I again, I just want to see if it will really manifest. And uh, I'm, I'm picking. Can I, can I guess? Go ahead. Deshaun Watson? There he is. Winner, oh winner, God. chicken dinner. All right. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. It's not a good matchup technically, but... Again, like he hasn't really had a great year yet, and eventually he is going to have a good game. And I think this will be that game. I think he needs to just, you know, ready the ship, and, and I think he'll, he'll be able to do it. I think he'll have a, a solid game, 300 yards, three touchdowns, and he'll be a factor in the, in the obviously, on the ground. Okay. You know what, Jerry? I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for finally stepping up and realizing the real talent. Well, it doesn't mean I really believe it, but, I mean, that's a notable guy, I think. Okay. What's your next guy? Oh, my next guy? Uh, my next guy, I have a, another guy that I don't really particularly fond, but I think he's got a, a pretty good matchup. It's a, it's actually a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I decided to go with Kirk Cousins, one, because, I mean, I like the two wide receivers they got. They got Adam Thielen. They got uh, the young rookie, Justin Jefferson. And uh, they got a good matchup. Atlanta's a terrible defense. They've allowed, I think, like the top five as far as uh, yards allowed this year so um that's definitely i think a good matchup and a good guy to pick up and i guess my last uh quarterback i have uh it's actually an interesting one another i, I went with interesting quarterbacks because you know you don't want to go with the same you know obvi obvious ones so uh i went with actually uh jared goff yeah i mean he the he, goffinator yeah i think he's got a an, again an, another solid matchup because again 49ers are really beat up, and they don't know what they're doing as far as the quarterback position. And I think the Rams are just going to be able to control the ball. So I see Jared Goff going off and having a steady game, you know, 300 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Okay. I like those quarterbacks, you know, a little out of the box for you, you know. Mm -hmm. I like it. I I'm going to go a little bit in the box with my quarterbacks. Not too much, but I'm going to go ahead. Kyler Murray at Dallas. Look. You put any quarterback against Dallas, and most likely they'll succeed. So I'm I'm seeing Kyler Murray going to ball out and recover from his last two games that he's been, you know, not being too great. I have him at 350 yards throwing in, in the air, 50 yards rushing, three touchdowns in the air, and one rushing touchdown for four touchdowns in total. So I think he's going to have a game this game, hopefully get his legs back under him, you know, and get back to who he, to who he was. My next quarterback, you like this, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> against Tampa Bay. I think he's going to have 300 yards and three touchdowns. Just, you know, just a mediocre Aaron Rodgers day, you know, going back to his old self again. You know, he's been, he's been having a good season this season, and I think he's going to keep trending that way he's gonna keep trending up and earn the ball out even look i don't know it's weird he doesn't have a lot of wide receivers you know his wide receivers got hurt but he's still putting up points so i think he's gonna i think he's gonna have a good game and unfortunately i really don't want to name this quarterback cam newton against denver <sighs> yeah he i think he's gonna have a game 250 yards in the air, 75 yards rushing, two touchdowns in the air, and one touchdown rushing. So, you know, I think he's going to have a game against Denver, unfortunately, for Denver. But, yeah, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. L let's move on to our running backs, though. I think you'll like this. For number one for me, Alexander Madison. Yes, the backup. To Dalvin Cook. Look, man. Whenever Alexander Madison comes in, 
he does good covering that for Davin Cook. And I think he's going to have 120 yards and two touchdowns in this game against Atlanta because Atlanta has no defense. So I think I don't I don't think they're going to lose a step without Davin Cook to be honest. Maybe maybe in the maybe in the passing game. And then the passing game yes, but in the rushing game, I don't think they will. My next running back, Aaron Jones. Just a mediocre day for Aaron Jones. 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Since Aaron Rodgers is going to be airing the ball out, he's going to do his part and just do enough. And my last running back, David Montgomery at Carolina. 80 yards, 50 yards receiving, and one touchdown. You know, he's going to he's gonna be very balanced in this game against Carolina. And, you know, Carolina is very weak in the running game. So I think he's going to have a pretty good game this game. What do you have for running backs? Well, isn't this a funny thing? It kind of makes me feel like you're uh, stealing or looking at my notepad because we got two of the same running backs. Oh, really? Yeah. So you looked at my notepad. No, because I'm the one who gives you the the sheet prior. I don't know know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, yeah, David Montgomery and uh, Alexander Madison, those are two guys we both share. And I'll just expand a little bit more. You know, David Montgomery, like the reason why I like him is he's getting the opportunities. He's been getting it all season and he's getting it now more than ever because the injury to Tyree Cohen. So now they're trying to obviously implement him in the passing game. Yeah. Which we saw a little bit last game. Um, And again, same thing with Madison. Like you said, every time he steps onto the field as a rusher, he's a very physical runner. And uh, like you said, they're not going to miss very much of a step. Again, Atlanta's really weak in, in the defense. I mean, I think their best player is Jared Garrett, but, I mean, he is a really good player, but just one guy is not going to be enough to step what he's got. It honestly kind of makes me question again. It's like, man, I can see why teams rarely want to pay these running backs because this is a guy who was, I believe, either his third or fourth round pick. And, I mean. He's been a backup for, like, three years now. and Yeah, I mean. He, he always steps up. Yeah, I mean, you can see he can play the role really well. Uh, I guess let's talk about the guy that I you didn't mention. And, uh. I like uh, the running back from the Dolphins, Miles Gaskin. Uh, I like that guy. Uh, again, another guy who's who's taking advantage of the opportunity presented to him. He's been averaging, well, his last game, he averaged about 20 touches. You know, I think he had like roughly 15 carries and another five receiving. So, again, if he continues with that volume and, again, against a really weak team, I mean, he's going against the Jets, which has – the 11th worst rushing defense. I mean, that's a pretty good matchup right there, especially since it's also a division rival. You know he's going to be coming hungry. Yeah. I mean, anybody can succeed against the Jets. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Jets. All right. Well, those were my three running backs. Kind of sucks that uh, two of them were the same, but moving right along to wide receivers. All right. My first guy I got, it's, it's, just, too, it's, it's just too hard not to pick him, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the volume, the yards, the quarterback. I mean, honestly, that's, Kyler that's Murray's a safe just, one. It's not a safe one <laughs> when he's just like on the pace he's I mean, at. he's going against Dallas also, you know. That's going to be mean, huge yeah, numbers in yeah, my opinion. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was just the gravy on top. I mean, honestly, yep. Kyler Murray's just at some points looks like he's forcing it to him. Why not, though? But, I mean, we're talking about fantasy here, not, not yeah. the actual game. So who cares? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, that's my number one guy. Uh, my number two guy is uh, Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans is going to go off. I think he's going to have eight catches, 120 yards, a touchdown, and he's going to do everything he can to keep up with Aaron Rodgers, but he won't. And uh, my third guy will be uh, CeeDee Lamb. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to do good. I think he's going to be uh, – they're not talking about it too much, but I think Amari Cooper's dealing with some some type of injury. Yeah, he hasn't, and, been, uh, he hasn't, he hasn't been looking himself. Yeah, so uh, I think CeeDee Lamb's going to step up and probably play more snaps. And I think he's going to build that chemistry with Dalton pretty quickly playing in that slot. Okay. I, li- I like those. I like those picks. Let me see what I got here. Wide receivers. Calvin Ridley versus Minnesota. That secondary for Minnesota's beat up. And I think Calvin Ridley's just going to keep riding high. I don't, I don't think Julio Jones is playing again. So, you know, he's going to get the mo- most of the volume, most of the – Targets, so I think he's going to ball out for 130 yards and a touchdown. My second player, Kenny Galladay against Jacksonville. You know, he's been back a couple games, and he's been putting up numbers, and I think he's just going to keep going. 
with 120 yards and two touchdowns against this Jacksonville defense. Uh, if Jacksonville can't control the ball how they want to control the ball and they keep giving it back to the Lions, I think the Lions are going to be able to put up a fight against this Jacksonville team. And I think that's how Galladay is going to put some touchdowns on the board. And I got A.J. Brown versus Houston. And no, Jerry, it's not just because he's on my fantasy team, okay? I just don't think this Houston team is going to be able to stop A.J. Brown, especially him coming off the, his last game. And then Tannehill riding hot after beating the Bills. Yeah, that happened. But yeah, I think he's going to have 100 yards and one touchdown in this, in this game. So, you know, just a pretty average day for him. Let's move on to our tight ends. What you got on tight ends, Jerry? All right. Well, tight ends, I got two guys that are very similar. I got Evan Ingram and Mark Andrews, and I chose them for both the same reason. They're their best receivers on both their respected teams, in my opinion. The Giants, they're pretty beat up. I mean, Barkley's out, and Jason Garrett's an old-school guy, so they're going to just rely – on their tight end, dump off on easy, you know, easy passes across the middle, playing the seams. Um, and Mark Andrews, again, is just, he's, he just scores touchdowns, <laughs> like, all the time. And Lamar forces it Lamar. to him. Lamar. Yeah, Lamar, again, another guy who, who just likes him and forces it to him. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, but we're talking fantasy, and it's good. And then uh, the last guy, I think, is Dalton Schultz from Dallas. I think that, uh, obviously, Andy Dalton's stepping in. And I think that uh, Schultz is going to be a security blanket. And I think he's going to have volume, and that's what's going to make him a good sneaky pick. Yeah, I like that. I like those picks. We got one guy that's similar. I got Evan Ingram also versus Washington. You know, Washington's a pretty good defense, but one, one, one spot they really lack in is covering the tight end. And I think he's going to have a pretty good game with 80 yards and a touchdown. You know, just regular tight end numbers. My next one, you'll like this one, Mike Gesicki versus the Jets. Yeah, I think he's going to have a pretty good game in this one with 100 yards and one touchdown. You know, just put anybody against the Jets, and they're going to put up points, especially whenever it's a playmaker like Gesicki. You know, I really like Gesicki. He's very athletic, and against this Jets team, I think he's going to shine. And my last one, Eric Ebron versus Cleveland. I think Roethlisberger is going to find this guy in the end zone a couple times. I think he's going to come back because I think he fumbled twice last week and, you know, risked their their game. And I think he's going to come back to him and try to make that up. And I think he's going to have 70 yards and two scores. You know, just a pretty good game for him in this one. But let's move on to my favorite segment. Kickers of the week. Yes. Who do you got? Um... Why don't you start us off? Oh, man. All right. Look. I know you love this segment. You look. The kicker of the week for me is going to be Jason Sanders from the Miami Dolphins. Look, last year they had a, a ball, a kicking, a field goal kicking extravaganza, these two teams. And I think it's going to happen again. Jason Sanders is going to have four field goals in this one. Four field goals. Four field goals. Two 30-yard field goals and two 50-yard field goals. So that's what, 16 points from your kicker? Yeah, that's going to be him right there. Who you got? Greg the leg. Oh, my God. Again? Yeah, but look, listen. I think Andy Dalton might struggle a little bit as far as getting into the end zone, so I think they'll just rely heavy on their kicker. And I think he's going to have seven field goals <laughs> tying Jason Sanders' oh, so, oh, NFL so you're record. Com- you're just competing against my kicker. Is that what you're doing right now? It's your favorite segment. I just wanted to make Damn. it spicy. Okay. I like it. I like it. Seven field goals. Okay. I want you to name every field goal he's going to make. Name every field goal? Yeah, just like yardage. All right. He'll hit, uh, he'll hit like three 20-yarders. 20, 20 he'll hit... He'll hit two 40-yarders, and he'll hit another two 50-yarders. Okay. Okay. I like it. Very bold. That's a very bold prediction, and I like it. 
but let's go to our sleepers. Don't nap on these players. My sleeper of the week is, again, Jerry Judy, because he didn't play last week. Yes, Jerry Judy is going to have a pretty good game this week. I'm going to say 100 yards and one touchdown in this game. 100 yards and one touchdown? 100 yards and one touchdown. Wow. All right. Well, my sleeper, I would have to say, is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah, again, I think that Dallas is going to try to control the clock, and I think they're going to involve two running backs in this game. So I think Tony Pollard is actually going to get involved, and he might steal a touchdown from Zeke. Okay. Yeah, so just a good flex play. Yeah. Plug him in there. Just plug him in that in that connection real quick. All right. All right. But let's move on to the games for week six. Texans at Titans. Who you got in this? I think Deshaun Watson needs to step up and I want to see it. But it's hard to not go with the Titans right now and that good defense and that running game. So I'm picking the Titans in this game, winning 28 to 20, riding Derrick Henry. All right. Look, I'm going to tell you something real quick, all right? I completely agree with you because I think the Titans are going to take this game 27-21. You know, right now, they're riding hot. They just came out with the win against the Bills. And I think Tannehill, you know, is feeling himself. And Derrick Henry, after that stiff arm against Josh Norman, I think he's just going to keep trucking people over this over this Texans team. And I just think they're going to have a good game all around, you know, control the ball with their running game and win this game. Now, I also want to say that I think people take for granted great coaching and what Mike Vrabel's doing over oh, there. Oh, man, he's doing great. It's great coaching. Like, he's making Tannehill look like a competent quarterback. Yep. They're playing great defense, running the ball hard. Like Making good moves, especially even, even you know, not off the field. Just getting Tannehill, you know, even they're not paying him a lot, but they got someone that can control the ball, and that's what you want in a quarterback. Yeah, that's that Bill Belichick lineage. Yep. And he beat Bill Belichick already in the playoffs. So, you know, he's trending upward, and I like the guy. Next game, Ravens at the Eagles. Is there much to say on this? No, I don't think so. I think that Lamar's starting to get things going along with uh, Mark Andrews and the Eagles. I mean, they're struggling. They are coming off of another loss, and – I don't see that changing. Their offensive line is still beat up. They still don't have very many weapons. And uh, they haven't really changed anything on defense to help that. So I see the Ravens continuing on with another win and winning this one 24-17. Yeah, I pretty much think the same thing. You know, the Eagles are just really beat up on the offensive side. You know, they don't have no receivers. They lost Dallas Goddard for a few weeks. That have Zach Ertz, but he can only do so much. Miles Sanders, yeah, he's good. But against this Baltimore defense, I don't think he's going to be able to succeed. So, I mean, I have the Ravens winning 28-17 to 17 in this game. You know, Lamar is going to do Lamar things in this one. Rush, pass, throw, his, throw to his tight ends, and just win this game. Yeah, there's not, there's not really much to say about this game, you know. It's pretty much a one-way, one-sided game to me. Yeah. All right, next we got uh, Falcons, Vikings. I got, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, and I've said it multiple times, but Atlanta can't keep losing, scoring like 30 points. I don't think they Uh, did last week, but, I mean, I'm picking Atlanta. I think they're going to win this game 30-28. to I know both these teams – well, actually, I know actually the Vikings have a pretty good defense, but – that offense Atlanta has, it, it can be potent at times, and, and I think it'll get going. So I'm actually picking Atlanta to win this game 24-20. <sighs> Look, Jerry, I'm going to go the opposite of what you're saying because, yes, I can stop picking this team from winning, and I think they will not win this game because they just have terrible coaching. Yeah, True. I know they got, they got rid of Dan Quinn, but that's not going to be enough. And I think 
the Vikings are going to do enough to stay in this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be 27-24 Vikings. But the Vikings will come out on top and the Falcons stay winless, in my opinion. And I don't know. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. We'll, we'll see what, what team they face next week. But unless they face a team that's not con- non-contending, then I don't think they will win. Just because of defense and the offense is not, it's just looking out of whack to me. It doesn't look like the old Matt Ryan to me. Well, enough about old Matt Ryan. Let's talk about the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, playing against another old man, Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because I don't know how I feel about the the Colts. I'm like, are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about them. I'm like, are they good? Are they bad? There's some days they look really good. There's some days they don't look too hot, and it all hinges on obviously Philip Rivers. But I think the Bengals need a bounce back game after getting destroyed apparently really badly by a average quarterback at best. No, I'm kidding. Lamar Jackson, he's pretty good, but they need a bounce back game, and I think this is a perfect team to do it against. Philip Rivers is inconsistent on the year. And they haven't really established a running game. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's non-existent at all. This is a game they come back. And I think the young team wins 24-17. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Phillip Rivers is going to come out here and avenge himself from last week's loss. And I think, you know, just the Bengals had a rough time against a good defense. And I think they're going to have the same problem this game against the Colts defense. You know, Joe Burrow, I don't think he's going to put up points against this this D. So I have the Colts winning 23-17 because I don't think Joe Burrow will be able to contend against this defense, just like last week against a really good defense. And the Colts are ranked top five right now. So I don't think he's going to be able to to win this game. But let's move on to our next game. Lions at the Jaguars. Who you got? Um, I got the Lions. Matt Stafford's playing decent. I mean, these are two teams I'm not too impressed with. I mean, I don't know what the Jaguars are trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to suck and get a good, another quarterback. I don't know if they're just trying to... I don't know. I feel like they're just kind of wasting time with whatever their plan is. Yeah, and the Lions. Honestly, I kind of feel the same way. Like, what are the Lions really yeah, doing? They're not doing nothing either. Yeah, they're just overpaying an old quarterback who's already lost it a little bit with all those injuries he's dealt with. But I still think the Lions will win this one because the Jaguars are more dysfunctional, and I think they win this game pretty easy, uh, twenty-eight to seventeen. Um, I have the opposite opinion. I think the Jaguars are going to win this one, twenty-four twenty-one, just because I think. The Lions coaching staff is terrible. And I think they're going to make bad calls. And I don't think they're going to be able to beat this Jaguars team. And, you know, Minshew, I think, will do enough to win this game. And I think they're going to ride heavy on James Robinson. And I think the Lions are going to ride heavy on Kenny Galladay. But I don't think that's going to be enough. And I think they're going to come up with the L on this one. All right. Next we got uh, Bears, Panthers. Your boy, Teddy Bridgewater. Another average guy at best. But uh, actually, I think think that uh, the Panthers are actually going to get this one done. Uh, I'm not sold on Nick Foles yet. I don't know if he's ever going to be the starter, like, for a real team. Besides that one random time he won a Super Bowl. I mean, he just won a Super Bowl, but... No. I mean, but he, he's not going to do more than that. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more than that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not sold on him. And I think Bridgewater's good enough. And they got a pretty good solid team. Well coached over there. I mean, they seem to be trending in the right direction. So I got the, the Panthers one in this one, 28-24. Yeah, I got the Panthers one in this one, too. I saw improvement from Teddy Bridgewater last week in the red zone. And that I'm I really like that. And... Yeah, I'm, like you said, I'm not sold on Nick Foles. Yeah, he won against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, but can he do that consistently? And I don't think he can. So I got I got the Panthers winning 27-24, and I think they're going to ride heavy on Mike Davis again because McCaffrey's gone for one more week, 
Thank you to the fantasy gods because I, I have it one more week. But um, now, yeah, I think the Panthers, you know, just they're well coached. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is doing enough and getting this team wins. And I like it. I like the way they're trending. And I, I think the Bears are trending the opposite way. I think they're going to trend down after this week. But let's move on to our next game. Garbage game. Washington at the Giants. Since since that's your division, Jerry, go ahead and start it. Where to start? Where can you start? I mean, what are we now in like a week six now? We've, week six. We got to combine like I think maybe nine, ten games over there, and there's only one win between one these win. two between these two teams. So I mean, enough is one said. One and a half. <laughs> enough is said. One and a half. What do you mean one and a half? Oh, never mind. That's a different team. Think about. Anyways, uh. Yeah, one win. Yeah. Anyways, these teams are bad. Let me just sum it up quickly. Uh, bad teams. I think. Washington's slightly better coach. They play more of a modern style football, and they got a better defensive line. So I got the Washington winning this defensive battle, twenty to thirteen. Okay, yeah. The only thing going for these teams, both these teams, is their defense. Their defense, you know, it's top fifteen, both of them, and that their defense is the only reason they're in games most of the time. But I have Washington also winning this game, 24-21. I think if Alex Smith starts, it's going to be very good for this Washington team. And I think they'll be able to win with riding through Alex Alex Smith. You know, um, the Giants just, I don't like how they're looking. They did good against a bad defense last week, but I still don't like how they look. I think, I think that's more about the defense than it is about their offense. So, yeah, Daniel Jones just having trouble over there. And their only shining player is going to be Evan Ingram, if anything. So, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't like this, I don't like this matchup. Sorry, Washington and Giants fans. I do not like this matchup. And hopefully y'all can, you know, step up next year because y'all not going to do anything this year. But let's move on to our next game. Another one-sided game. Jets at the Dolphins. Who you got in this one? The Jets? No, nah, I'm opposed to uh, machine objects that fly in the sky. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. I like mammals that swim. Oh, okay. I like that, too. Nah, all jokes aside, uh, nah, yeah, the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are going to win this game, mainly because I think the Jets are kind of like in tank mode. I mean, they've already lost... Five they should games. be in tank mode. And I think they've they've seen like the benefits of what it is to find that quarterback. I mean, the Cardinals a few years ago had a top ten pick, got Josh Rosen, was like, This is a bad idea, and uh got Kyler Murray the very next year with the first overall pick. And uh, actually it was the same draft class as uh Sam Darnold, so uh they need to go ahead and just make that move, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. And they should be tanking this season. They should just win every. I mean, they should just lose every game they can because they need another quarterback. And yeah, and yeah. I don't think they're gonna succeed with with. Forgot his name. See, I don't even know him anymore. Oh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. That guy. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, I think the Dolphins are gonna win this one. Not because they're that much better, but mainly because the Jets are just that bad, and. Uh, I don't see them. Tr- I don't see the Dolphins trying to lose this game. Like I can see the Jets possibly trying to lose this game, mainly because they already invested a high pick in, in drafting a quarterback. So before they even try to tank or anything like that, they're gonna they're, they want to see what that guy's they're gonna about. Throw two touchdowns. Oh wow! Okay, you, the you think- Jets are to the Miami Dolphins defense. Oh okay, it's gonna be like that. Yeah, like that. Oh wow! Okay, well, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if that's gonna transpire, but I see the Dolphins winning this one. 24-20. That's how hard they're going to tank. They're just going to throw touchdowns to the defense. They got that's that, that's how they're going to tank. Though. That's how head coaches get fired. I think they're going to try, but I mean Adam Gase should get fired. He should have been fired a long time ago. But I'm not a GM, so I can't make the rules. But yeah, I have the Dolphins also winning this game. 24-17. You know, I think Gaseki's going to have a touchdown. And I think the Dolphins just going to score a few field goals and win this game. The most in, like, NFL history? No, no. They already did that last year. This year, 
Jason Sanders still going to have four field goals in this game. So don't worry. They, they're going to win this game either way because it's just they're playing against the Jets. I just know you appreciate good kicking games. Of course. That's the best position in the fantasy football team. Yeah. Have you not heard? Follow him, guys. He does all 22 on all kickers. Yeah. One through 20. 32. Get it right. 32. No. All, all 22 is, is coaching views. I've won championships with my kickers. Uh, anyway. I'll get you there, buddy. I'll get you there. But let's move on because I'm, I'm tired of talking about the Jets and the Dolphins. Rams at 49ers. Who you got? Well, you got miners looking for gold versus another animal. This is an interesting <laughs> matchup for me. Um, but uh, it's not that interesting, really. It's just a division matchup, and I think the Rams are going to win this one pretty easy. Um, I mean, the 49ers aren't sure what they're doing at the quarterback position, and their defense is getting beat up and beat up. Yes. So uh, I see the Rams winning this one uh, 28-17. Okay. Yeah, I got the Rams winning this one 24-21. I think it's going to be a little closer. I think the 49ers defense is going to be able to, to do enough to keep Jared Goff from scoring too many points. And I think Garoppolo maybe will bounce back this game because he had a terrible game last week after getting benched. So I think he's, I think he's going to do enough and keep this game close. But ultimately, they're going to lose to the Rams 24-21 because the Rams are on a hot streak. So, yeah, I think the Rams are good. But let's move on to my favorite game of the week. Broncos at the Patriots. Yeah, this is going to be a nice, nice game because guess what? The Patriots got their players back because they couldn't handle losing two All-Stars on their team. So they had to push the game back another week just to get their players back. And it helped us a little bit. You know, we got Drew Locke back. I think he's going to start. He had, he had a full participation in practice the last two days. So I think he's, uh, he's on the right trend and no setbacks. But ultimately, I have the Patriots winning this game 27-21 to 21 because they got their players back. So, I mean, last week I had them winning, but this week for sure they're going to win. What do you think? I think the Patriots are going to ride the Broncos hard. Oh, my God. And the Patriots are going to come with a win. And I think it's everything you explained, mainly because, again, we're not sure what Drew Locke is. And, you know, we're not even sure if he's playing. And uh, the Patriots are starting to get some of their players cleared from, obviously, whatever they were dealing with. Their infection? I mean, whatever you want to call it. The I mean, dirty facilities? Oh, wow. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> anyways. Uh, they're Your crybaby coaching? They're they're getting their players back from, from that situation. So they're going to be dealing with the full roster for the most part. And uh, it's just a well-coached team, and we're not really sure what the Broncos are. So uh, I see the Patriots win in this one, 30-17. Oh, my God, Jerry. Look, the reason uh, – there's a possibility that can happen just because Noah Fant is not going to play this game, which I really don't like. But, you know, we got good backup tight ends. That's, that's why the last four years we get, like, a tight end every draft. So – we got we got tight end potential. Is there. that good draft capital spending by your uh, GM there? Yeah, it is. Drafted a, a tight end every every draft, yes, and not even the first round, of course. Even though like Noah Font, Noah Font was a first round tight end, yeah, but tight he's end. worth a first rounder. But there, we didn't draft another first round tight end. Didn't y'all draft like a, a a butt guy? Jake Butt, yeah, we drafted him in the third, and he's the backup. And he's pretty good. Y'all make some pretty high investments in these uh, tight ends. Hey, we need the tight ends. All right. After Julius Thomas left, we needed to fill that gap. Unfortunately, our tight ends hurt this week. Still not positive if he's going to play or not, but he's put up limited practices the last two games, the last two days. So, what's the injury he's dealing with right now? He's dealing with an ankle injury right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. So, Dang, a lot of ankles this if, year. If, yeah. If, if he comes in, I think they have a way stronger possibility of winning. And I think Drew Locke is good. But we need to see what he does against Bill Belichick. And I would not be surprised if he can win this game. So just remember that, Jerry, for next week's podcast. Because I will bring that up. 
if he wins this game. And I'm guessing you won't bring it up if he doesn't. No, I will not bring it up if he doesn't. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to our next game. Cardinals at the Cowboys. Wah, wah, wah. What? That's Dak the game. That's the game gone. of the week. Dak is gone. His ankle did a full three sixty. Unfortunately, that sucks for you, Cowboys fans. What do you got to say about it? Who do you think is going to win this game? Well, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think that Andy Dalton is a sufficient enough quarterback to bus drive this prolific offense that he has to just simply manage. Now, the trick is this defense has not gotten any better. And well, yeah, they put the Giants put up 30 points on this defense. So. And I mentioned that to you. I said yep. that I said that they were probably going to do and that. Jason Garrett did everything he could. I told you that too, <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he? He busted out some flea flickers nobody's seen before. Yep. He actually looked like a modern NFL coach out there. Hey, but he went to Dak's side whenever he got hurt, Jerry. Okay. I mean, of he course. He gave his respects. Of course, he knows what it's like to have a quarterback that takes you to the playoffs. A good quarterback. Yeah, he's like, oh man, that's a quarterback that can actually take you to the playoffs, unlike Daniel Jones. What about Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton, he's been to the playoffs. I think Andy Dalton's a sufficient and pretty good quarterback. I don't so think he's, so. He's like a Ryan Tannehill. I think he's better than Ryan Tannehill. Really? I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, because Ryan Tannehill right now is going to the playoffs with the tight ends, riding the coattail of Derrick Henry and good coaching. When Andy Dalton went to the playoffs, well, I'm he talking went, about right now. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about in his career though. I'm just talking about in general, like for the most part, what his skill set is. I think his skill set shows that he can he could actually take a team and elevate it enough to go to the playoffs because that's what he did. When he was good with the Bengals, what did they have? They had a good defense, and they had a pretty prolific offense with him and A.J. Green. Now he's over here, and I think he'll do similar things. One thing I can give credit— He should credit, do better. What? He should do better. Than who? Oh, than yeah. Than, with, with the Bengals. Yeah, but I also see that his skills have diminished than when he was with the Bengals. But, uh, yeah, he should still do better because he's got better weapons. The offensive line is trash right now. We got two guys that probably shouldn't be starting, but there hasn't been much change. And um, I see that the Cowboys win this game, a tough game, 27-24, controlling the clock with, like I mentioned earlier, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. I think – Zeke will have 20 carries, and I think Tony will have 10 with a security blanket, Dalton Schultz having eight catches. Okay. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think, you know, the Cardinals are going to come in here, put up points, and I don't think Andy Dalton will be able to keep up. So I have the Cardinals winning 28-21 over this Cowboys team. This Dakless Cowboys team. Don't you ever say his name like that again. Dakless. Okay, you said it kind of different. It's cool. All right. No, I don't, I don't see that. Uh, like I said, my predictions, Cowboys, I'm I'm, fa- I'm pretty confident in Andy Dalton. So uh, I think we're going to get this win. We'll see how Canelo does, all right? We'll see how he does this <laughs> That's week. your nickname for him? That's his, that's his nickname. That's, that's what the social media outlets call him. Wow, so they think he's a champ. Not yet. Just his looks. (laughs) No, but let's go ahead and move on to our next game. Our games of the week. Browns at the Steelers. I don't like Baker Mayfield still. I know. Look, yes, he's winning. He's winning, okay? I give him that. But his running game is winning games. All right. Not Baker Mayfield. I still don't like him. Go ahead, Jerry. You got the field. Look, I know you think I'm like just some like grand supporter of Baker Mayfield. All I'm Look, doing is simply how, how I up. feel about Deshaun Watson is like how you feel about Baker Mayfield. No, I think you have way more love for uh, Deshaun Watson than I do have Baker Mayfield. I just have respect for him. I mean, look, you said that he's not doing his job. Well, from what I can recall, which are the facts, the Browns drafted him number one overall to win ball games, and they're winning ball games right now. He's orchestrating his team, he's methodically going down the field, and he's winning ball games. 
And sometimes that requires him to only throw the ball for 150 yards and three scores. Like, sometimes that's what's required. And I think that the Browns may be playing the most complete football. Maybe. But for the most part, they are playing very complete. Solid defense, great running, and then when need to, capable passing with the play action. So Yes, capable passing. You said it perfectly. Yeah, that's all you would, would want yep. right now in a second-year, third-year quarterback who's still developing. Like, let, let, let him develop and, you know, yeah, grow and expand the ball his, in his game. Hands. No, let, let him expand his game. Like, let Look, it happen naturally. Yeah, he's winning games. But the running game is winning games, okay? Baker Mayfield is sticking in there and doing his job. And yes, that's what he has to do. I like it. He's doing this, he's doing what he has to do. Keep it that way. Do not put the game in his hands because I don't think he will succeed that way. That's all I've ever said about Baker Mayfield. Just don't let him throw too much because I don't think they'll be able to win games like that. This formula is perfect for him. Perfect for him and his team. But I still don't think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. And that's just my opinion. We'll see in the future, though. Well, with that being said, uh, the other quarterback, on the other hand, the Steelers, they got Ben Roethlisberger, 37, coming off of an injury. And, man, if it wasn't for Alex Smith, he may be comeback player of the year because, yeah. obviously, Alex Smith's got a great story. But, man, Ben Roethlisberger, season-ending injury last year. The way he's playing, it doesn't look like he missed a step at all. And, if anything, it looks like he's trying to make a statement like, look, I'm still a top-five quarterback. Now, I ain't going to put him up there. But he's he's knocking at that door saying, look at me, notice me. And comparing that to Baker Mayfield, and this is a division team, as much as I like to say the Browns are a complete team and that Baker Mayfield's capable, I see the Steelers winning this game. I see them winning this game 30-27. to 27. Yeah, I agree with you entirely about Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he's he's come out this season looking like he hasn't missed a step at all. And, you know, he's winning games and... You know, he's putting the ball on these rookies, wide receivers, and handing it off. You know, he's and his defense is good, so it's it's kind of hard to pick against the Steelers in this one. So I have also the Steelers winning twenty eight to twenty. I think they're gonna have to rely a little bit more on Baker Mayfield, and that's gonna be their downfall in this game. They are. I, I it's it's hard to argue with that because again, I mean, I I say he's good enough, but. He's not enough if it, if it comes to shootout to go toe-to-toe. Yeah, when it comes to Ben, ben Roethlisberger, you know, it's, it's a little different story. Yeah, and again, I just want people to notice all these great teams that we see around the NFL, there's one thing they have in common besides a good quarterback. It's great coaching. And Mike Tomlin is one of those great coaches yep, we have in this league. I mean, we saw it last year. They lost Big Ben. What do they do? Okay, we'll just play phenomenal at defense, special teams, and we will make a single error when it comes to us as a coaching staff in situational football. Now they got Big Ben back, and they're still doing all three phases of the game. Another well-complete team. And, you know, what's new? Mike Tomlin's been doing that since he came in the league. So, you know, he's been doing great since he's been a head of coach, and I really liked him. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league. Hey, he gets kind of dirty, though, during those division games, hey. a.k.a. Baltimore. Try to trip that yeah, guy. Yeah, that was about to bring that up right now. Yeah, he's, he, you know, he, he can get in the game, literally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Make an impact, literally. Yeah, make an impact, literally. He don't care. But, nah, yeah, I, I still have the Steelers winning this game. It's going to be, I think, it's a hard-fought game, and Cleveland, Cleveland's going to stick with this team. And it's, it's not going to be like past Cleveland-Steelers games where it's lopsided. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't think. The Browns, they're not going to compete. They are going to compete, but I don't think they're going to have enough in the tank to compete against this team. But let's move on. Next game. Packers against the Buccaneers. The battle of the two oldest quarterbacks in the league. Not literally, just two old quarterbacks. Who do you got? It's easy. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Again, another quarterback who's trying to make a statement, I feel. You know, 
He looks around. He sees the Patrick Mahomes. He sees the Lamars. He sees the Chashans, the Dax. I mean, not anymore, but he sees all these young quarterbacks coming out. And he's like, man, these guys sleeping on me. And it's hard to, to bet against Aaron Rodgers the way he's been playing. Tom Brady, on the other hand, he, he's doing a good job. He's still one of the, he's doing you know, his job. Yeah, he, he's still, again, like, he's still one of the top 15 best quarterbacks in this league, which, again, shows the despair of good quarterbacks in this league. But, um, I mean, he's serviceable. Again, another team that's, for the most part, pretty complete. And, uh, but I, I don't see how a chance they can even dethrone Aaron Rodgers and what they're doing right now. Yeah, I like this high-potent offense, and I think they're going to do really well against this Buccaneers team. Aaron Rodgers is just balling out. He's going to keep balling out, and Tom Brady's not going to be able to keep up with his throw arm. It's amazing to me because you look at the Bucks, and they have weapons up and down that team. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is playing with scrubs now because all his guys are beat up and he only can rely really on Aaron Jones, which is a great guy to lean on. Yeah, but but still the just the amount of options, you know, compared to what Tom Brady has. Exactly. Flip those scripts. It, it'd Aaron, be, Aaron Rodgers would be a champion. Yeah, it'd be, year, it'd, be, it'd be a historic season for sure. Yeah. And um yeah, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, again, that's something I tell you all the time once you're done seeing all the final growth is one of that growth is is being able to, you know, propel the players around you. And Aaron Rodgers is doing that. I mean, he's throwing still three, four touchdowns for 300 yards or whatnot. And it's like, well, who caught all these balls? Or, you know, where are all these yards coming from? I don't even know any player. Yeah, exactly. Or sometimes... I mean, I know the players, but it's like no one... That's worth naming, you know. Again, no top tier wide receivers are on that team right now. Not Devontae right now. Adams been hurt, so he's relying on scrubs right now, and it's kind of amazing just to watch. Yeah, so I, I see the Patriots, or not the Patriots. I'm sorry, ah, stuck in time over there, still thinking that. But I see the Packers winning this one. I see them winning thirty to twenty four, and I see it being an Aaron and Aaron show. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, I see that too. I have the Packers winning 28-21, heavily relying on Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones in this one. So get ready for the fireworks, guys. But let's move on to our last game of the week. Chiefs at the Bills. I like this, but I don't like what the Bills did last week, and it worries me. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Uh, that same feeling. And it actually kind of, it kind of shook me a little bit on how I feel about this Bills team. Yeah, because I mean, granted, it was a tough fought, but man, not really. Yeah, <laughs> like it was, like it was one sided. Like like not really. Like you can see that they didn't try to give up, but they got ran over, and um, that kinda, literally, yeah, that, that got like Josh Norman got ran over. Yeah, like I think both of his feet were off the ground at one point. No, they were. They were so, flying probably so in the air. So that 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 kind of worries me. And right now the Chiefs, I mean, yeah, they've shown that sometimes it seems that they're almost competing to their opponent's level. But don't get this wrong. Chiefs lost last week too against the Raiders. So, you know, this is a better offense than the Raiders. So what you're telling me is the Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr. Is a real rivalry, unlike Lamar and yes. Patrick? Yes. Makes sense. Division yeah, rivals. He actually has a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, ma- that's so astonishing. Yeah, that, that's an actual rivalry, and they're in the same division, so they play, they play two times. The two plot, times. The plot thickens. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens later in the year. No, yeah, definitely. Anyways, uh, with that being said, the Chiefs are going to get this win. I see them coming out motivated. I think Patrick Mahomes got a little complacent. You know, things were feeling a little easy for him. And then he realized, oh, wait, there's other really good players in this national football league. Yeah, he came back league. down to earth. Yeah, I mean, there's other really, really good players out there. And if, you, if you're not getting better each day, someone else is, and they're coming for you. But I see the Chiefs bouncing back and winning this game 28-27. Yeah, this is, this is my favorite game of the week, in my opinion, because I think Josh Allen is going to come back to his old self from the last few weeks. 
and you know put up some points in this game and try to prove something that you know that was just a little fluke. And I'm hoping it is because I did not like the way they played last week against the Titans. I think it could have been a way more competitive match. So, you know, I'm hoping he comes in and puts some points against his Chiefs defense. But I ultimately still Patrick Mahomes he's playing. And I still have Patrick Mahomes winning this game 31 to 28. I think it's going to be a really close game, but Patrick Mahomes is going to come out on top. And, yeah. you know, avenge himself again for losing against the Raiders last week, which was a good match. I watched the whole game. Yeah. It was a really good game. No, yeah, the Raiders, uh, like I said earlier, I like what they got going on over there. Hey, they beat them. I'm happy. You know, you can't can't let the Chiefs win too many games. Oh, I forget that's your division. Yeah. Dang. So how's that make an actual that make, good division? So how does that make you feel? Where do you feel like you sit in your pecking order? I already told you. Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. Not right now. Too many injuries we're facing. Just too much going on right now. We're not gonna compete. But we'll see how Drew Locke does this week against the Patriots. We got Andy Dalton, and we still might win our division. But you have the Eagles, Washington, Giants, worst teams in the NFL right now in your division. So that's completely understandable. Hey, it's not our fault, though. You're lucky. It's not our <laughs> fault. Tim Tebow went to the playoffs with a 7-9 and nine record. 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's Cam. Cam. Cam went to the playoffs with a 7-9 and nine record. That's yeah, that right. was a bad year. <laughs> that was yeah. a bad year for his division. Yeah, there's been bad years before. No, but we're going to wrap this up. This is the Let's Talk TDs podcast. If you have any questions or if you want to follow us on Instagram, go ahead at Let's Talk TDs. Or you can email us with any thoughts about the show. If you have any suggestions, just hit us up at Let's Talk TDs at gmail.com. Goodbye. Peace.